Hi, welcome to Three Dog Yoga. You're listening to a 45-minute flow class. When you're ready, grab a mat and let's get started. We've got a restorative flow this afternoon, just like a feel-good Friday is on. We're going to start on your back. And if you have, we're not all going to start on your back. You're going to come to the floor on your back. Nobody else is going to get on your back today. Uh, And then if you've got some blocks, we're going to do something a little different with them underneath our feet. So just going to prop up your heels as you lie down. You let the feet just be little elevated. So could be on the low side, could be on the medium side, allowing legs to be slightly lifted, but doing very little work, just having a few moments to ground and allow, allow a day to slide away. The practice to not quite be here yet. If the blocks underneath the feet are not for you, you might try the blocks right behind your knees, either a little behind the calves, a little behind the hamstrings. And if none of that's good, like Shavasana, always like any variation. Again, with that idea, I'm just going to allow for the outer shell of everything that was to slide away, to slough off. And that whatever we're going to get into, it's just not starting yet. You have a little space between. We'll give it three more breaths just in that space. And then you'll slowly start to slide your feet in, bring knees to chest, and give them a good hug in at center. Uncross the ankles, just allow legs to be on their own side of center. A little rock across the upper rim of your hips. And just stay there for a little bit. So usually we start that, and if you've been at work or at play today, there's some good sensation right there. Just kind of notice it, just enjoy it. And then we're going to let the knees go just about center of the sacrum. And again, just rocking across and there's heightened sensation there unless you've been focusing on this area. And rock across from hip to hip. Just again, feeling, experiencing the sensation. And so rather than this as just a movement or as a goal towards something else, as an experience that you're having, that you're fully listening to, feeling what's going on. 
And then you let the hands loose and let your knees move out over lower rim of the hips. And again, just noticing like, unless you've been massaging your lower sacrum, right? There's just new tactile sensation here. And let that rock side to side as far as you go. We're not trying to get this done with. You're just attempting to experience it fully. Then you'll take the knees in circles. So they'll be together, actually. So knees together, trace one big circle. Uh, well, trace a few rounds of circles with knees together. That means that your sacrum will be moving around on the floor, like you're tracing around its outer edge. You go clockwise, go counterclockwise, just balance the two. And you're mostly feeling for that little massage around the edge of the hips. Then bring that back to center, land sacrum. And you got just a pause where you have that heightened awareness, the back of your hips. Bring a heightened awareness to shoulder blades. Could they slide away from your neck, but your jaw, your face, could anything soften there? Then we'll let the leg bones spin in opposite directions. So you're moving the leg bones at the hip socket and allow a little free form here, but basically it's figure eights. Let them get slower and bigger as you can. That idea of noticing each sensation along the edge of that circle. And to do that, just moving slowly, not gratuitously so. We don't want it to be become like a thing where all we can think about is like, how incredibly slow can I go? Slow enough to feel every inch, every centimeter of what you're doing. But that's the goal, right? And then back to center, we'll hug these in. And then arms out to the sides. And we'll have belly twisting pose. You let your knees move side to side across your body. And a little free form here with the breath. Right? If you like inhale side, exhale center, or some other arrangement, do that. Focus in here on your shoulder blades and what you feel like underneath you as knees move side to side. The shoulder blades, probably like one's going to try to get light. You may allow that, or you may press it deeper right, to accentuate the twist. And that pressing it deeper can accentuate the twist, but also become a mindfulness practice in this pose that uh, can sometimes, uh, I won't say yours gets sloppy, but it could press the opposite shoulder blade down at the full extent of the twist. And then you have a point of practice that keeps things precise. One more round through. 
And then back to center and hug your knees in. Take the right leg over the left, so recline pigeon. Bring this into that belly twisting pose action again. So it's the recline pigeon side to side. You can tap the heel and then rock to the other side and tap the thigh. And again, as you're moving between the two, just add a little opposite press with the shoulder. A little press of the opposite shoulder, I should say. One more round through. That light tap and the press of the shoulder that keep you steady in here. Back to center, undo the legs, bring soles of the feet to the floor, knees together, and pause, constructive rest pose, hands at your center line, and then you let your eyes close, just put some feelers out, what do you notice, right? Then we'll pick the feet back up, left foot over the right thigh. Let that become the twist side to side. Well, it can certainly be pretty loose, pretty free form. Can also work with those touch points. Uh, leg down, heel down. You can work with the kind of opposite shoulder. It's giving you a way of really feeling this at the edges. One more round through. When you're complete with your final round, come on back to center and pause. Soles of the feet to the mat, knees together, hands to your center line. We'll have a breath in and a breath out. On an inhale, take your right leg up for hamstring stretch, catch behind the hamstring and give a little point and flex of the foot. Pull the ankle around and then flex the foot strongly, press up through the heel. Press your left heel into the mat. Breathe here. Breath in, soften your jaw and your face. Breathe out, 
Tuck your chin up toward your collarbone. Sort of roll your spine up. Going uh, forehead toward the knee. And then slide your hands up toward the calf or the ankle. Bring the leg to you. You up to your leg. Get breath in. Breath out. And then a slow release. All the way down. Sole of the right foot to the mat. We're again just here resting, but paying attention. What are the sensations in the right leg? The left leg. The hips. The abdomen, rib cage. The throat and the face. Then on an inhale, the left leg up. Pause, catch the hamstring, right foot's pressed down into the floor, do a little point and flex of the foot, roll the ankle around. Just notice anything that's going on there. If you have Rice Krispies, like join the club. Flex the foot, press into your heel. Just breath in, breath out. Lengthen the back of your leg. More importantly, lengthen your breath. Press up through the heel. Empty out and soften your face. Next inhale, just face and throat soft. When you exhale, get the chin up in toward the collarbone, curl your body up toward the leg. And then slide the hands up toward the ankle or the foot and breath in and breath out slowly come on down take your time have a breath and let it go Then we're going to roll onto the right side. Roll all the way over to right shoulder, right hip. And the arms will stack on top of one another, either outstretched or bent. And really get it so that your hips are stacked, left hip over right. We're going to open the right arm like a wing. So out into book opening twist. And then bring it back. And left arm open up like wing. Book opening. And back. Stack the arms. As you're moving, you might notice that the left hip wants to go with. Instead, press the left knee toward your sidewall. Two more. And you'll stay with the book open with a twist and breathe here. Continue to press left knee over toward the wall. And then slowly back into your center line. Pause here. Hips and ribcage back of the head all line up at center. 
going to roll to the other side. Arms out in front of you. And then the opening, the right arm. And exhale, bring it back in. Good. Bring it in. And breathe out. Breath in. Keep pressing the right knee over toward the sidewall to intensify, although you really don't need to intensify if you don't want to. And then you open again and pause, breathe. And you keep pressing right knee toward the sidewall to the degree that that makes sense, right? So there's that thing with yoga that we want to be 100% intentional and we want to be doing the work and like you didn't come here to waste your time. But really driving hard at, at utmost intensity all the time isn't always where it's at. especially if you tend to drive hard all the time, right? Uh, Every once in a while, it's like taking a vacation to the other side, right? It's where you can make the biggest progress. Particularly with this practice, not with everything, not with sprinting, right? Not with mountain biking, like those things, like for sure. Like you got to do what you got to do. They have purposes that are different. Next, inhale, undo it, come back to center, and hug your knees in, rock side to side. Just let things get loose and enjoyable. Then bring it back to center and hug your knees in, nose to knees, knees to nose. We'll rock up and back to seated. Turn to the side of the mat that you like for straddle. And then that straddle was a little side to side rock. So, yeah, really nice. Just set the parameters of your straddle again. Like, this doesn't have to be the most intense uh, kind of work that you do for it to be really useful in terms of opening your body, right? Opening the body is often a softer skill. Not so much of a hard driving skill. And yet, right, it's not really a loosey-goosey thing either. There's intention and there's discipline. You're paying attention, you're breathing. Back to your center line. We'll come up to seated. And then cross right ankle over left. Same idea, fingertips down, you're going to about halfway down, something like that, and this little rock side to side. But you're just giving yourself your parameters for how this rolls out. And then you're staying within those. So you're setting the intention to be here, doing this thing, and then doing that which is intense work, right? Even if it's not that 110% all out physical effort, 
yoga is kind of like reading, right? Like you can speed read, you can read a ton of books, you can read like a really hard book, right? And or you can really read for enjoyment and insight and understanding, which doesn't necessarily require you to read fast or hard. You could also read for enjoyment, right? Like pure just absorption in a book, right? Pure absorption in yoga practice, pure, like, you know, awareness and mindfulness. Right? Like those things are the point. Back to center, up to seated, lean out of this, we'll swap legs. And then again, hands to that. You're going to about halfway. So like, you know, this is like you, you are paying attention. And we're not just kind of like swaying as if uh, we're at a give peace a chance rally and have done some really good. Uh, well, I won't say, but, but it's not rigid and it's not fast, not rough. Those things would be counterproductive here. Again, so would spacing out. Here you're focused, you're paying attention. And with that, you're giving yourself something really healthy and enjoyable to do with your mind. There are a lot of non-healthy and non-enjoyable things we can do with our mind. Staying focused on the stretch, the movement, the breath. Really nice way to spend your mental energy. Back to center, up to seated. Take the legs out into your straddle. Lift and bow. Then when you inhale, you're gonna slowly come back up. And a lot of days I tell you, don't use your hands at all, but today, you know, if you want to, do. Cross the right ankle in front of the left. And then as you exhale, you'll bow forward. What do I mean when I say use your hands? Well, I mean, you could just, just not use them and use your core or just gently walk them in. You're not pushing with them. You're just allowing them to assist you. Legs out to the side, that, no hands. The hands go down and then you walk out. And coming down to fingertips or forearms or forehead. Inhale, start to rise up, and then you just let your fingertips walk you back in. We'll cross ankles, lift up, and bow. Breathe in, lift up, and let the legs open. This is not easy stuff. Breathe out, walk your hands down, head release. And walk your hands in. Left leg in front of lift and bow. Walk out. Stay engaged with your breath. You're exhaling here. And you inhale. Just one more set through these. And if you want to go with a little more core work, or you don't have to. But instead of walking up to your fingertips, take your hands off the floor before you come up. And then cross the feet at the ankles. 
bow without using your hands to the last moment, fingertips, forehead down. And again, fingertips lift before you start to move. It's just something you could be exploring with. Bow. The absolute thing we don't want to do is the kind of shoving out of our hands. Just that would be mindless. Bow. We'll end up on the left side. You're sitting with the left leg in front, sit tall. Take a moment, have a breath. And let it all the way out. And breath in, bring your shoulders up towards your ears, go all the way in, lift them all the way up. And breath out, a slow slide down. All the way down, all the way up. And again, you have this inhale, we lift, lift the center of your chest, and then lower. Keep your chest lifted, let the shoulder blades slide all the way down, get to the end of the exhale. It's a long breath with this particular small action. One more round here, breathe in. And breathe out and pause. Breath in. Let it go. We'll come over to down dog. Take your time. When you arrive, press your hands down and forward. Press your feet down and out. Just start your frame there. So again, like this, this down dog can take on many shapes, many variations day to day. We change. But the things that aren't going to change this four on the floor, right? The hands moving down and forward, the feet moving down and out. You can always count on that. If it's a down dog and and you are not injured to where you have to work with three points, you have four on the floor, right? Pressing your hands down forward, pressing your feet down and out. Let everything else come from there. Have you been practicing a while? You know other things to do with this, but just like the simplicity of, just knowing where your hands are, know where your feet are, know what they're doing from those points. I build everything else. So you just stay really involved in your pose from the outer edges of you up through the center. Breath in. Empty through your mouth. Look forward. Walk forward into ragdoll. There's one again, you know, your feet are going to be wide and parallel. Arms wrap around each other. Knees bent until your chest and thighs come together. So you have your feet that press down and out. Again, just a, a touchstone for, for all of us. And those are really great because they, they can help us just discipline the mind into what we're doing. Right. And, and discipline is one of those loaded words. And unfortunately, a lot of us learn discipline as like punishment, right? Which is, I want to like rebrand discipline. 
uh, I guess the, the disciplining of our mind, we all know is like a really good thing. We don't want to be harshly disciplinarian with our minds. We don't want to punish our mind. But bringing ourselves into focus, greater awareness, bringing ourselves out of unhelpful thoughts, right? that is a discipline. Right? It is a, a practice. Right? And uh, in yoga, we have these seats on the earth, these asanas, seat. Right? That if every time you step into one, every time you rise into one or lower into one, focus on what's connected to the ground is, is your first stop. You always have that. Like until you learn to levitate, you always have that as a way to be here now. Release hands to mat, walk feet together. Rise up to standing mountain pose. Extend from your feet to your fingers, get long. And then hands to heart center. We'll pause. It's raining everything in. Your breath, body, senses. Your mental energy is, is here, listening, watching, observing. And we'll move with that. Inhale, reach up. And exhale, fold. Breathe in, lift halfway and toe heel your feet hip distance. Step your right leg back and reach up crescent lunge. And hands down, look forward, step back to down dog. Empty your breath. When you inhale, right leg up and back behind you. When you exhale, right knee to right elbow. Big step, low lunge, and reach up for crescent. Hands to heart and forward, step up, top of the space. We'll breathe in, lift halfway. And breathe out, fold. Press your feet down, breathe in, reach up. Exhale, bow forward. Breathe in, lift halfway, toe heel your feet apart. And left leg back. And breathe in, reach up. Hands down, step back, down dog. Empty your breath all the way out. Feel your hands, feel your feet. You're in down dog. Inhale, left leg up and back. Exhale, knee to elbow. Big step. Breathe in. Reach up. Hands to the mat up front. Step up. Feet together. Breathe in. Lift halfway. And breathe out, hold. 
Hug all the way in. Find the end of your breath. Press your feet down and on your inhale, rise up. Take your time. Explore the edge of this reach. And exhale, fold forward. Breathe in. Lift halfway. Toe heel your feet apart. Step your right leg back. Breathe in. Reach up. As you breathe out, your hands to the mat. And when you breathe in, left leg up and back. When you breathe out, left knee into the chest. And a big step. Breathe in. Reach up. Hands to heart and reach forward, step up. Feet together, breathe in, lift halfway. And breathe out, fold. Press your feet down, breathe in, rise up, elongate. Exhale, bow forward. Breathe in, lift halfway, toe heel your feet, hip distance. Left leg back, breathe in, reach up. So you breathe out, your hands to your heart, then the mat, heart forward. Inhale your right leg up and back, stretch your heart toward your hands, your foot toward the ceiling. Bend the knee in toward your chest, Big step, breathe in, reach out. Hands to heart, step up, feet together, breathe in. And breathe all the way out. One round, sunny, press your feet down, breathe in and reach out. Exhale. Old forward. Breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hands. Low push. Breathe in, upward facing dog, hands and feet press down. And breathe out, down dog. Hands down and forward, feet down and out. Empty the breath. Then have a breath in. Open your mouth, let it go. Look through the hands. Walk or hop to seated. Send the legs out in front of you. We're going to take the right foot and cross it over the left thigh. Unless you prefer... Right foot inside the left eye. Totally up to you to go inside or outside. What we're going to do with the left arm is reach way up. Like you've got a burning question you got to ask. And then bring the elbow across the right thigh. Then uh, we're, we're kind of, once you do that, everything's a little tight in there. Lift your chest. Press out through your left heel. 
you have the legs unbound, if the right leg's inside, you might also take left leg out in a semi-straddle out there, press out through the heel, breath in, and breath out. Next breath in, undo it, both legs out in front. Then your choice to go left foot over right thigh or left foot inside. Right. Squeeze the right leg tight, lift tall, right arm way tall, left hand go behind you. And then right elbow across, left thigh. And again, usually spine gets a little rounded in that motion. Pull your spine in, lift your sternum up. Then if you did go with the unbound option, again, if you wanna take the right heel out over to the, the corner, that could be a really nice extra there. Breath in, breath out, undo it, come on back to center, soles of your feet together, knees out to the side for Baddha Konasana, you lift up, bow forward. On your inhale, come on slowly up to seated. Grab a block. Come on down to your back for hips on a block. So again, we're going to take the legs up, but a little more so. The uh, sacrum on the block, legs vertical. If you don't have a block around, legs up is great. Make the transition with as little extra as possible, as little fuss as possible. Then close your eyes. Let any of that fuss of transition just fade, just ebb away. Till you're here doing this thing. And then if you like this posture for relaxation, this is like your non, or you're just absolutely happy where you are, don't want to move, feel free to stay. And if you want to move towards Shavasana, you just gently, slowly bend your knees till you feel the soles of your feet on the mat. You feel the mat with your feet, your feet on the mat. 
notice how that is. You feel your feet because you feel the mat. And pressing your feet down, lift your hips. Slowly slide the block out of the way. And then same thing with your sacrum. There's heightened sensation after being on the brick. Breath in. And as you breathe out, you just slowly let your body slide out into Shavasana. And if you can, just as little fuss as possible, as little extra as possible until you've just arrived. And you're here. And that, that moving with less, right? With the just essential, right? That's a practice. That's a discipline too. It's not easy, and it is worth it. Not that the the little fidgets and and foibles of life are in any mean any way kind of less than, right? but the ability to just be where you are, like with just just what's essential. Right, and to be in transition with just what's essential it is a skill to practice. It makes us lighter and more calm when we're moving toward relaxation. That's a good thing. When we're working to open the body, that's a good thing. We want to feel our most poised and collected as a human being, it's a good thing. And it's a practice. I've been reading a great book and one of the lines that really stuck out to me is that discipline is a harmonious relationship with time. I love it so much. I'm going to say it again. Discipline is a harmonious relationship with time. Expect more on that as we move through uh, these yoga practices. But it's so true. We take ourselves here for an hour, 45 minutes, 30 minutes to the mat. We engage in this practice. And in that way, create a more harmonious relationship with time. And just for the t- time that we spend here on the mat, for sure. By giving ourselves this time away, by giving ourselves the skills of slowing down, by giving ourselves an ease and a freedom that comes through this practice that has a strong rubric, a strong scaffolding, a lot of a lot of rules that we adhere to. We create freedom. You can feel it here. Have some time to enjoy it.
when you're ready to move again, stay real still right now. I just consider when you're ready to move, have breath first that moves your body and follow the inhale and the exhale. Then there's the traditional movement at fingers and toes, but it's not hurried and it's just enough to reawaken to you. To find the periphery of you. And with as little extra motion as possible, roll to your right side. And it will take some mental engagement to find as little motion as possible. You're becoming elegant and essential in your movement. And same thing coming to seated. I like to take the left hand here, press it into the floor. It'll take you most of the way. Then as you arrange yourself to sit, same idea. There's as little fuss as possible. And as much focus on your breath, on the sensation in your body, on the inner core of your being as possible. That's where all the extraneous leads us away from. Right? And sometimes why we engage in it to, to run or escape. And here, seated at the end of a yoga practice or at the completion of one yoga practice. There's nothing to run from. There's you here, the human being you are. us here sharing a human experience and what's worthy of our undivided attention. Bring our hands together at heart center and then thumbs to forehead center in recognition of that. We are undivided in body, heart, and mind as we witness each other. That was awesome, y'all. Thanks for being here. Namaste. And thank you for joining us here. We'd love to see you online in our Zoom. You can join us at 3dogyoga.com. And if you'd like to support this podcast, we're on patreon.com slash 3dogyoga. Thanks again for practicing with us. Namaste.